Alright, welcome in uh, to a special tradition unlike any other edition of What's the Spread. It's the Masters. It's Miles on Sports. Mr. Brad Thomas, we are coming at you with a special edition episode on one of our favorite weeks of the year. The Masters. Listen, before I worked in this industry, so this is what, my second year uh, doing the sports handicapping full time. I used to be like, man, this is the greatest time I take off work. I drink a ton. I'm not drinking a ton or taking off work, but you better believe that I will have my television pointed on the Masters. I'll have my pimento cheese sandwich in my hand. Miles, we both love this week. It is a yep. week to celebrate. It is a week to watch great golf. And more importantly, it is a week to make some money. I want to talk about our favorite Masters memory. Um, I'm going to start off. And I'm going to start off with my favorite Masters memory being Tiger Woods uh, winning his last green jacket. And I know, like, me and you, we've been boys, like, for a minute. But I felt like something special happened that day when we were watching the Masters together. So just I'll paint the picture for everyone watching. Me and Miles are out at the bar. We're watching Tiger Woods wins. We're crying. We're taking shots, drinking, calling our fathers. And... It felt like we started like a tradition of not only just making sure we watch like golf together, but we were watching sports together, big moments. And it's kind of funny too, because like now, now when we go like go to a national championship, go to Bama game, go to Ohio State game, it's like, I know what, what we're about to get into. This is about to be the ride of a, of a lifetime. And I, I, it's just like so many people counted Tiger Woods out. And then we got to share that together. It, it wasn't just me sitting and watching it at home. It was me sharing with my best friend, drinking, having a good time. Man, that if if that could happen again, Tiger Woods wins again, I'll be absolutely speechless. But I, I still don't think if he wins this year, it will have that same kind of impact on my life that it did when he won the Masters. And for you, you know, Tiger is your guy, right? Like, he's yeah. your number one athlete. And even for me, someone who at the time, especially in 2019, I was a very casual golf fan. I mean, I've watched golf growing up, but Tiger yeah. Woods was was beyond anything. And to have him be in contention, and you don't need us to tell you, there was something yeah. different about that day. I know exactly what you're talking about. And anybody who was able to share in that amazing, you know, experience knows exactly what we're talking about. It was it was special, man. And like you said, we were just in a perfect spot. Yeah. We had a perfect corner in the bar. We had a great bartender <laughs> taking shots every time Tiger birdied or took oh, the lead. Great. I remember Molinari. We were just – he was the <laughs> one who was battling that day. And just go away. Go away. <laughs> but, you know, that day Tiger didn't even need him to back down because Tiger yeah. was old Tiger that day. It was just an unbelievable – especially coming from people who grew up with him, right? I mean, yes. we – we grew up a tiger, so uh, to see him in that situation was amazing. It's definitely my top Masters memory, but another, another one that I really like to share, not to piggyback off yours, was when I was very young, probably like six or seven years old, and uh, I wasn't really watching a lot of golf. I was just getting into sports, and I remember it was a specific Masters Saturday, and I remember that my dad was watching, and it was yeah. really important to him, and I was trying to understand – you know, why it was so important to him. And he was really into it. Kind of like Ohio State football. He was like really into the Masters, but I, I didn't really understand it yet. Well, my mom wanted us to go to church. And we always used to go to church on Saturday nights when I was growing up 
not sure why, but we weren't like a Sunday morning church going group. We were Saturday nights, and my dad was pissed that we had to go to church on a Saturday <laughs> night, and he did not care who heard it. I mean, just openly being frustrated, pulling into the parking lot of the church, and my mom going, man, it's weird. There's there's not a lot of people tonight. And he's like, that's because everyone's at home watching the Masters, <laughs> and we're here at church. Always stuck with me. Uh, and I actually – I'm, I'm going home uh, this weekend to watch the Masters with my dad. So uh, it, it's just it, – it, it's one of those special weekends if you're a sports fan – family oriented. Can't wait to get into it. I can't wait for my first uh, trip to Augusta. Uh, anybody who's listening, who has some pull, go ahead and throw your boy <laughs> a ticket uh, for next season. Um, let's talk about our favorite masters food, because for those who don't know the masters, much like the Atlanta Falcons always have their very specific concession stand at low prices. Yeah. And there's staples, not only just staples of the masters, but staples of, you know, Southern comfort, uh, Southern hospitality. And for me, my favorite master's food, you guys probably hear me talk about it more times than just the masters. And that's pimento cheese sandwiches. There are just so many good memories growing up of eating pimento cheese sandwiches. And now as an adult, I have an excuse just to make it, you know, you don't need an excuse to make it, but I have an excuse yeah. to make it for the masters. Every masters Thursday, I make an egg salad sandwich and a pimento cheese sandwich. This year, I'm not making the egg salad sandwich because I'll be watching Thursday by myself, which was totally, you know, my own decision. Um, I'm, I'm going to get some work done. <laughs> I have a job that I have to do. Sure. And I'm not going to make all that for, for everyone else, but I don't know, man, like eating these pimento cheese sandwiches like reminds me of my grandma, reminds me of good, you know, Southern hospitality. Um, and they're freaking delicious. I already have the pimentos in, in the pantry. Uh, tomorrow I'm going to go get the white bread. You guys got to make sure you make it with white bread. Uh, make sure you use real pimento. Make sure you use real cheddar cheese. The real ingredients are the bomb. And I also had a pretty bad experience making the egg salad sandwich last year. I'm probably pretty good at it, but I made them like a little too moist, and they're like running. Hey, I I have it was my first time having pimento cheese sandwiches at your at your place last yeah. year. I always heard of it as a master's food. I never tried it. Thought they were delicious. You um, liked it? Yeah, I, I mean, I I liked them. My my mom it, it got a recipe from the master's website. She's she will be making them for my dad <laughs> this weekend. Uh, but she's also making chicken salad sandwiches, which I think is just naturally a master's food. And and. Yep. Chicken salad is one of my favorite foods anyway. So that's what I'm really excited about. So now this whole light bulb just went off in my head, Miles. Your mom uh, hit me up on my master's post and was like, Miles told me that he needs pimento cheese sandwiches. <laughs> and and I, I didn't know what she meant. I was, so like, I was like, am I sending him some? Am I making, <laughs> am I trying to pick it up now? Because <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't know you were going up until – today and so now it just all now makes sense. Like, oh he's gonna be eating pimento <laughs> cheese sandwiches <laughs> i thought that was absolutely great so so what is what is your your favorite food is it is it chicken salad sandwiches? it's chicken salad sandwiches yeah um i wish i could have like a real pimento cheese sandwich at augusta oh my god yeah, that's like a bucket list item yeah <laughs> so I, I think it's a good one all right so this one i'm gonna ask you if you could pick one golfer to win 
a Masters or this year's Masters or a future Masters, dead or alive, who would you pick? I thought through this one. Listen, you know I'm going to want to see Tiger win another one, but Ricky Fowler has been my favorite golfer for a long time, and I am still rooting for that man to make a breakthrough. I don't think it's ever going to happen. Yeah. But, man, there's been a couple of days at Augusta where he's played really well and he's just never put it together. So I'm still looking for my, for my man to be there on a Sunday and take the whole thing home. So if not Tiger Woods, I'll go Ricky Fowler. Gary Player was also uh, always one of my favorite golfers and just people in general um, growing up. So that's another good pick for me. Nice. I- I'm going to give two. Um, and I'm going to give one. But I'm going to say that part of me – doesn't want him to win this year, but listen, so growing up, um, I wasn't like that big of a Jordan Spieth fan. I, I I just thought he kind of was like, I don't know, like bratty, complained a lot. And also I was a different person growing up than I am now. But having worked in this industry, like with these golfers, I have so much respect for Jordan Spieth. And he talks about he's grown up so much, but like, Dude, I go to these golf tournaments and of course I watch like the big guys, like on the days where no one's watching, like practice round, charity events, stuff like that. Jordan Spieth sits there. He says hello to every single person, takes pictures with all these people. And then just goes about his business. Like, it's not like complaining or any of this. And then the craziest thing, like I was at Valspar. Um, I believe it was Tuesday. It was, yeah, it was Tuesday. I was getting my media credential. And I'm like discombobulated. If anybody's been to Valspar's, the the entire area is so full of all these trees. And so like, I'm trying to find the parking lot. You know, there's no signs. I pull into the wrong parking lot. I get yelled at by security. I'm like flashing them my little media badge. And so like, I'm so discombobulated. I was just like, where do I go? I go into the parking lot, the player's parking lot, park my car. And like, I'm like flustered, like carrying all this stuff. And I passed by Jordan Spieth, and I don't say anything. As he's approaching me, he goes, hey, man, what's up? Or so I'm like, hey, man, how you doing? And I was just like, whoa. I just thought it was so cool because, like, I was so, like, frustrated. I was ready just to go to my hotel. Like, I just want to get my media actual credential and leave. And he could have just done me the head nod. You know, the classic golfer head nod. He's like, hey, man, what's up? It was crazy to me that it's crazy. Like small moments like that. It just made my day. Not only did I leave, not leave the golf course. I, by the time I was so flustered, I was going to leave the golf course, not even step foot on it. Just get my credential and leave and yeah. come back the next day. I really hung out all day and I was like, it just like changed my day. And like, it was so crazy. Cause it wasn't like he didn't do anything, you know? So I really want him to win another one on Easter would be pretty cool. I don't have any money on him. So that probably make me a little upset, but I've grown to like him a lot more. Um, watching him and he was pretty transparent too about uh you know his golf game where he probably felt all this pressure um and he's like he told himself as he gets older he just remembers it's just the game like go have fun it's you're playing a game and i think that's made him uh kind of get back to that level of golf where he was i'm gonna say my second one and i'll say it quick uh probably be ernie ells um ernie ells doesn't have a green oh, jacket uh, Ernie Els was one of the, the first golfers that I got to meet um, when I started getting to golf. It was at uh, Tavistock. I was a, a junior caddy, 
And I'll never get over like how swag Ernie Els was. And it's he had like the Cadillac Escalade. And I was like, yo, this dude, I don't even know Ernie Els. I'm probably like nine, you know, like this dude, it's Cadillac little Escalade. Brad. So I've always been like kind of like Ernie Els. He's got a little swag out there on the golf course. Jordan, uh, you know, going back to him, is such an easy guy to root for. Yeah. Uh, he really is. So, so he's one that, yes, absolutely. I would love to see him make another run. So That's maybe cool. this weekend. Maybe this weekend. I don't have any money on him. So maybe next Masters. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So listen, this is a tough one because I don't know what I would shoot, but I'll start off. What do you think you'd shoot at Augusta oh. National? Um, I would probably say, okay, guys, so we don't know. I am a 16 handicap, but I'm playing probably closer to a 20 right now. My golf game is not in a good place. Um, I mean, I'm having a ton of fun out there. I just no longer live near a golf course. So I and I also don't own a car, which is totally cool. I could Uber or whatever, but I don't practice nearly enough. And so when I have a chance to practice, I just play. Uh, so I probably think I would shoot like a like from the tips, 7,500 is long. Like I play like six to 800 courses. I'd probably shoot like 120. I'd be happy with a 120. Uh, my wedges are really nasty, really good wedges. So I think that helped me out a lot. And, uh, but I, I don't know what I would do when I have to take like, I don't know, four iron off every tee. What would you shoot? Uh, I mean, you know, I am a beginning golfer. Um, so put me in the front tees. I'm not playing from the pit. <laughs> I wouldn't even make it off the course. Uh, but I'm not playing, uh, you know, up front. Yeah. I probably shoot 160. Right, that, I, mean, I could respect up and down the course. The, it, listen, <laughs> if I had a chance to play at Augusta National, and I'm sucking it up, I will suck it up as fast as I possibly can. I'm playing every stupid shot. <laughs> yeah, I don't right. care if I get no practice yeah. swings. I'm soaking in that moment. Right, every shot. So yeah, I mean they're they're gonna add up. Yeah, I'm sure those greens are tough. <laughs> All right, Miles. Last question. We didn't ask any betting questions. So regardless of odds, who is your pick to win the 2023 Masters? Yeah, so I was just talking to, to you about this before we uh, started the show here. And you just being the great golf analyst that you are, I told you New Year's Eve. I was like, Brad, I am betting golf with you this year. I want to do it. How do I do it? I'm going to be there. And I've been there every week. And I, I, I was telling my dad this. Yesterday, this is the most golf I have watched, and man, I have enjoyed every second of it. And for me, I'm coming back to John Rahm because what I have seen him do so far this year in these tournaments that I'm watching, and in all the bets that he has messed up consistently for the guys that I'm because you can't yeah. bet on Rahm. Yeah, you're just like, oh, damn good. Oh. There's no payout. <laughs> there was like one tournament where I threw the $10 on him. And yeah. it ended up getting the 75 bucks, but it was like, oh, great. Woohoo. Right, right. $5. Like, but man, I just keep coming back to him. I think he's going to come in ready to go. Um, you know, I, I'm, I'm not as beautiful with my, with my uh, analyzing golf as you are, but it's just, it's just the way he's looking on the course right now. Yeah, he's unbeatable. When he's, when he's locked in and zoned in and there for the taking, he's going to be tough to beat, man. So I, I know he'll at least be there on Sunday. What's crazy about John Rahm is he won three events on the year already. He gets sick. Gets sick uh, during API. Can barely play, can barely practice, and gets beat by Ricky Fowler in the Dell match play, and people are already writing him off. He didn't practice any of that time. Probably not. He had, he had stomach bug, you know. 
writing him off. He has lower odds. He has higher odds than Rory McIlroy. Uh, neither of them have a green jacket, but I'd say Rom's probably playing better golf than Rory right now. Probably a little more trustworthy. Mine's Scotty Scheffler. Um, I've yeah. talked about this time and time again, show after show, and I'm going to say it here. Only three golfers have won back-to-back green jackets. Jack Nicholas, Nick Faldo, Tiger Woods. Scotty Scheffler, whether he will say it or not, the chance to have his name forever mentioned with those guys, guys that he looked up to growing up, guys that got him into the game, is something that you can't take away. I also think that his demeanor, and even though there is a clip of him going out where he was acting like yelling at his his coach or something, which was kind of funny, out of character, his demeanor makes it feel like he, he stresses out a lot less. Um, so he's my pick to win it all. Uh, probably my biggest, my highest liability out of anybody that I bet. Um, and man, he's another good guy. Uh, I have another story too. These golfers like literally blow my mind. I do have some bad stories uh, from golfers where like I've been, now I've done this for two years. I've gone to enough, enough uh, tournaments. I've seen guys like literally curse out other golfers, which is really crazy that you can see that in public. But Scotty's another guy who has good stories where dude, uh, after TPC practice round, uh, just totally lucky timing. They were giving uh, the, was it give the kids the world or uh, make a wish They'll make a wish kids, a tour of the facility, which was really cool. Cause the kids, like they're like pointing at me, like these guys are all in sports media. And I'm like, Ooh, me? Oh, it's oh, pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Scotty stayed around and uh, took pictures and signed autographs with every family member and every kid in there, which really, I thought was really sick because those practice rounds are long, tiring. Then you have to do an interview. Most of the time you just want to go. It just shows you. He's like a guy. He's also a guy you can't root against. Like great, great family life. Great Christian man, you know, goes out and handles business, tries not to, to complain too much because he knows he's having fun. So I, I, it's going to be Scotty uh, Scheffler for me. It's a good pick. How, how is it that Scotty Scheffler just looks like somebody's dad all the time? <laughs> I, I really feel like it's just somebody come get their dad. Yeah, one of the best golfers in the world. Like you, <laughs> you talk about his demeanor. Yeah, I mean he's just he just seems so chill. Yeah. Sometimes I wish there was a little more personality there. Um, <laughs> it, with you know with with some of these guys, because um, golf needs that. But you know, uh, some long shots. Obviously, I'm just following what you've posted and go check out Brad's outright bets. He's got some good ones. But man, Kepka is gaining a lot of steam. And yeah. if you're going to bet a live golfer, I feel like that's the move. I, how do you feel like DJ is going to play? Um, first, let me touch on Kepka really quick. Kepka sure. went from 66 to uh, like 3,300. Basically yeah. overnight, uh, he becomes the first two-time uh, winner on the live golf tour. He didn't even play great on Sunday. He didn't play bad. What I mean by that is he did what he needed to do to win. That kind of stuff carries over. And for the first time in a long time, he's actually healthy. Uh, he did lose a little bit of distance off the tee, but not enough to make it a big deal, at least from what I was noticing. Uh, I think Dustin Johnson will be all right. I, I think Dustin Johnson's game wasn't in the best spot when he left. And I had someone ask me, like, Tiger Woods talks about getting tournament reps before big tournaments. That's why you always want to play in these tournaments, right, leading up to majors. Do you really consider these live events quality tournament reps because there's no pressure they're going to get paid regardless and and this is no i'm not like trying to sit here and dig on live like this that's not my intention but we have to be true that it's not the same kind of pressure it's not the same kind of crowds or galleries that the pga tour has 
So I, I want to see how that happens. But if there's anybody who's chill enough, it's Dustin Johnson. He like doesn't care about anything. He's just going out and playing golf and having fun. I gotta say, man, I miss watching him. So I, you yeah. know, I, I'm I'm really excited. I mean, I miss Kepka too. I, yeah. I I miss that star power. Um, yeah. I know that like there aren't like those are really like the two biggest names that I miss. I really don't don't miss like really any of the other guys that I've left. Yeah, um, but, I don't either actually. Yeah, but but those two guys I do. Uh, it was always fun watching DJ play. Um, so that's why I'm glad we still have these majors. Last yeah. question: What are we seeing out of Tiger Woods this weekend? Tiger Woods, time and time again, has surprised me. Uh, he's exceeded my expectations. Uh, when Tiger Woods played at Genesis, <laughs> I had low expectations, probably the lowest possible. And his second round, he shot a 67. Yeah. Um, I think I think if Tiger Woods' body can hold up physically, I think Tiger Woods can find himself in the top 40. Now, there's only 88 golfers, so it's not saying much against the 120 golfer field uh, when there's only 88. But for Tiger Woods... If he goes out there, his body holds up. He knows his course better than anyone else. He is great with his wedges. But there are times when I watch Tiger, the new Tiger, where it's like you could tell he's laboring. And Augusta has some of the most hills in the entire golf world. Um, so I'd probably peg him. I'd say a T53 finish is where I have him at. Well, I hope that he can put something together. I mean, we saw it in 2019. This is his course. Yes. Yeah. You know? So if there's ever a time where he can put eh, – I just want him to be there, man. Yeah. Come into Sunday, four strokes back, wear your red. Let's see it, man. <laughs> if, Tiger, if Tiger Woods is within five on Sunday, I'm putting down a bet on him. I don't care what the odds are. Yeah, right, exactly. Just meant to be at that point. Yeah, Can't definitely wait, man. meant to be, man. It's going to be fun. Miles, thanks for uh, doing this episode, dude. You know, I'm going to be texting you. Guys, be sure, if you're listening on YouTube, smash the like button, the subscribe button. If you see this on Twitter, we're now verified, so smash that retweet button. We might do a giveaway or something as we lead into the college football season. But either way, uh, for Miles Markowitz, I'm Brad Thomas. Have a great week. Take care.